Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple-Bodley. Thanks for being here today. Today, we're going to uh, present to you a workshop we did on how to fill out a manifestation event form. A manifestation event is one of Joshua's primary teachings. It's any time that you feel emotion, you are involved in a man manifestation event. If you feel negative emotion, it's pointing, this event is pointing to a limiting belief. Say you have an argument with your spouse and you feel negative emotion, it's because you have a limiting belief and the entire event has been orchestrated to show you this one limiting belief. A lot of times what we used to do was perceive that the spouse was the cause of our negative emotion, but that's not really true. The comment that your spouse makes that causes you to feel negative emotion is tied to a limiting belief. If you can find the limiting belief and process it, rather than change the conditions or try to control your spouse or fight back or any of that stuff, uh, those are all urges to control the conditions. Instead of doing that, what we do is we look towards the limiting belief. Without the limiting belief, we couldn't feel negative emotion. So therefore, the limiting belief is the thing that causes us to feel negative emotion. When we process the limiting belief through this manifestation event form, that the intensity of that belief is reduced. And this allows us to expand to the more authentic version of who we are. Really, everything that you think is wrong is based on a limiting belief. When you can process these limiting beliefs over time, you'll see less wrong, you'll raise your vibration, you'll get more clarity, life will be better, and you'll move quickly to the expanded version of you, which is the more authentic version. Limiting beliefs are not bad or wrong. They're not true or false. Well, they are false if they're if you think something's wrong. It's just that they're either limiting or empowering. What happens is if you have a limiting belief and you receive inspiration, most of the time you won't act on that inspiration because the limiting belief will bring up too much fear. When contemplating uh, any inspired action, you will always feel fear. If the fear is too intense, you won't push past the fear to do what you're inspired to do. So this is the really core of the whole thing. If you'd like a copy of a manifestation event form, please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Also, we are starting the 14th and last boot camp on March 15th. Um, the only way to get into the boot camp is to have a conversation with me. And it's a really fun, easy, quick conversation. I'll tell you all about it. It takes a, a bit of time to explain it all to you because there's a lot to it. But um, the next one's going to start March 15th. It will be the last one. And uh, if you'd like to get in on that, give me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. So I hope you enjoy the show. Jessica is leading this workshop. She has really gone much deeper in this form, and she explains how it works. And there's about 40 people on this call. Uh, and then we have some uh, examples of a manifestation event form and what that's all about. So I hope you enjoy this show. And please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, leave a review and share it with your friends. Thanks for being here. Okay, this is a workshop on the deep dive into the manifestation event form. Jessica did this workshop when we were on the retreat in Orlando, and it was so spectacular. I thought we would do it again for everyone who wasn't there. And so um, this is really about deliberate creation and Jessica unlocked a whole new level of this manifestation event form. So generally, when we talk about the manifestation event form, it's just a practice. And in the boot camp, you have 49 possible forms to fill out. The idea is that you do it whatever, however you like to do it. And essentially what's happening is you're building a deeper connection with your inner self. And as you get good at this form, you receive thoughts and it's really your inner self going through. But Jessica worked on a couple of her manifestation events and she did not let it go so easily. So she went further and further and further and she's created this other uh, more intense way of doing it, which has turned into a very useful tool that has created a lot of good stuff in her life. So I'm gonna turn it over to her. Jessica, why don't you go ahead? Hi guys, thanks for joining us all. So, um... So this is how this all came about. As I was coaching more and more people, I noticed that when we were talking about the manifestation event form, that they didn't really get anywhere. And so as I wanted to see what they were doing, I could tell that they 
really didn't utilize the potential of the form. So they didn't really go deep. And the reason being is that a manifestation event process takes time. And we don't have a lot of time, you know, people with kids, people working, you know, we want to do our homework, we want to do it at night, we're tired, you know, it's been a, you know, difficult day, we've had some manifestation events that we need to look at, uh, I'm exhausted, but I have to do my homework because I want to be a good, uh, you know, practitioner here, and so I'm going to whip it out in 20 minutes and, you know, be done with that, and that doesn't work. If you have a heavy duty manifestation event, you need at least an hour that you really need to take for yourself. You have to have some quiet time. You wanna connect with your inner self and you can't do that when you're exhausted or when the kids or when the husband or the partner are calling, it just doesn't work. So that was the first thing I noticed. And um, then the next thing I noticed that really didn't work very well is that, because you want to do it fast because you're tired, you know, you don't really answer the questions. So, for example, as we're going into the emotions, you want to describe the emotions you felt and the immediate reaction to your event. There is a difference between thoughts and emotions. Many people will say when I ask them, so what did you what did you feel? Well, I felt stuck, but that's not an emotion. That's actually the thought that you attract. So you really want to define the emotion because in that emotion really lies the limiting belief if you dig into it for example you know they'll say well I felt stuck well no that's not the emotion what did you feel well I felt cornered that's not an emotion either what did you feel mm, hopeless yeah that's an emotion okay and so you want to come up with at least three real emotions that you felt you know you've disrespect could be one you know sadness could be another one hopelessness helplessness whatever emotions you know um we've got these tools on our website where you, we have a whole list of emotions that um that were put on there so that's very helpful and then what you want to do as you identify your emotions what i've found was very very helpful is explain why you feel the emotions so you say okay i feel helpless because and as you write that because, generally the limiting belief pops up. I feel helpless because nobody understands me. I'm alone, you know, that sort of thing. So you just really want to focus and kind of pave the way. You're starting the connection with your inner self here. You really go within with these first questions, okay? Then, of course, I mean, that's the easy one, positive, negative emotions. Generally, they're very negative. What were the initial thoughts? Same thing here. You want to be very very precise because these thoughts typically also identify the limiting belief right there because it's not so easy to find the limiting belief once you get there but you've got clues right here in these questions now in terms of the urges i mean i typically i don't even have any urges anymore just i mean i have the urges but i never do anything i write them down if i do have them but i know better than to actually act on these urges because we know it doesn't work so i mean if anything it backfires so um i've not noticed any problems there with uh, um, my coaches um and then it comes to identifying um the limiting belief in that question when it says can you identify the belief that triggered the emotions you felt Oftentimes I can't, you know, when the emotion, when the manifestation event was heavy and I was very angry or very hurt, it's really difficult, but I will write a categorical yes. I'm setting the intent. I may not know it, but I'm setting the intent. So yes is a very big yes for me, whether I know it or not. Yes, I can. Whether I can do it now, I don't know, but I generally can. So that is a big setting of the intent that too paves my way to connection with my inner self and then what is the belief so I think I think and I, I look at my emotions and I see what comes up and generally when you're very detailed with your emotions and your thoughts it's not so difficult to come up with a limiting belief of course it's easy to determine if it's limiting or beneficial you know if it's true or false we know that if it's true of course it's I mean it's if it's beneficial it's always true if it's if it doesn't feel good, if it's negative, it's always false. And now, now comes the big, big part. We need to prove it false. So here's the, the trap that we encounter. All of us here who have joined the boot camp, we're seekers, 
we're, we're, we have a lot of knowing, we know stuff, otherwise we wouldn't have landed up here. And the trap is that we are typically trying to prove the limiting belief false based on what we know. But that's not sufficient, even though we know a lot. If it were sufficient, we wouldn't have the limiting beliefs. We've, we've read the books, everything resonates, the truth is there, we understand it, we understand it, but we still have those limiting beliefs. So as we're proving these faults, we have to come up with reasons that we don't know, that aren't clear, that aren't part of our level of awareness. And there's beliefs that are easier or more difficult to disprove. For example, I'm going to give you an example here. I eventually realized that one of my limiting beliefs was life is difficult. That's what I, I mean, I had to admit it. And like, what? I, I can't believe this wasn't the very first limiting belief I identified, but it took me a while to get there. And so I look back at my life and I, this one's fairly easy because I have had moments in my life where life was easy and not difficult. So I have to admit that my life is not, has not always been difficult, but the new limiting belief that comes up here is that I do believe that life is mostly difficult and sometimes easy. So it was easy for me to come up with reasons to see that my life was easy, but on the difficult part, I'm really stuck because I don't know how to disprove that my life is not difficult based on the difficult events I've had in my life. And all the books I've read don't help me either. The Seth books, the Castaneda books, Almighty, Joshua. No, it's a difficult, I've had difficult parts in my life. And so now it gets very difficult and I'm stuck. I don't know how to disprove that. So this is where I demand more information from my inner self. And I just start journaling and I start writing and writing and I don't care. And I'm writing. I have no idea how to prove this false. I'm going to need some information from you here. Okay, good. And I write, okay, good. What can you tell me? Okay, so a thought comes up. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, that doesn't help me. No, no, I'm not really convinced. What else? What else? And eventually a thought will come that I've never thought before. I've attracted some new perspective that goes, hmm, okay. Well, I, for example, in my case here, the way I did that, well, I know that I came here for this. So by definition, I wouldn't choose anything difficult unless it was really exciting for me. So now all of a sudden, these difficult moments I've had, maybe they weren't all that difficult. Maybe they were really exciting for me, you know, from a higher perspective, that kind of stuff. And from then, from that point on, I, I write more. So now I've got a different platform that I can go by off of. And more information comes to the point where I'm like, whoa, I never looked at it from this perspective. You know, none of it was really difficult. In fact, nothing is easier than life. You are born, you're sent to school, people give you food. I mean, generally, you know, life is super easy. And then you go off to college and I mean, what is there? There's nothing easier than life. And that was a breakthrough in my case. And I'm like, okay, what is with this limiting belief? Life is easy, period. And I proved a fault. I regained my alignment. I'm like, goodbye, limiting belief, okay? So that's an example of something that is sometimes easy and sometimes difficult to prove false. We're going to go into those limiting beliefs, um, I mean, into proving that fault uh, with you guys. But I want to go through these questions. Once and if you manage to regain this alignment because you feel good now, you've proved something false that you thought you could never prove false because this was so the truth so much the truth that you were living now comes the next question can you now see how this event was for your benefit oh yes of course you can see that if and when you've managed that new clarity that you've never had before that's when you regain alignment okay and so yes so you answer yes again a big categorical yes and then you want to say how was this event for your benefit and this to me is the most important question of the process because this is where you summarize and clarify what all these new thoughts you've just attracted all this new perspective this new knowing that you've had inside and that you've been able to connect with that your inner self was able to tell you 
So you want to explain how this was for your benefit. And as you do that, generally, you get more information from your inner self that helps you summarize it and cement this new beneficial belief now that you've concluded even better. And then same with the next question. Can you now look at this event from a higher perspective and understand why it came to you when it did? Sure, you will say yes, but you want to explain why. You want to go deeper here as well. You don't just say, yes, thank you, done, you know. <laughs> Can you appreciate the event from where you are now? Yes, why, because. So with all these questions, you want to go down and say, because, yes, because, yes, because, yes, because. And that so cements this newfound clarity and alignment. And if you do that, you will feel great. And this feeling, this new vibration that you have, you know, now, after you started out with this very low vibration based on your manifestation event, you are now sending out a new signal. And this signal, this new vibration, this brand new vibration, because you've never had these thoughts, you've never had this clarity, this brand new vibration is a brand new signal for the universe. And it says, I'm ready for another exploration. And that's what the universe picks up and you will get another exploration after that. So that's really the fundamentals of this process. That's, that's the power of this process. This is really the key to the safe. You're in that safe. You're that magnificent you, that fearless, powerful you is in that safe. And this process enables you to open the safe and connect it. So you want to go deep and you want to answer the questions very in, in as much detail as possible. And if you don't do that, that's fine. I've had plenty of manifestation events that were so heavy duty and where I was so hurt and it was so stressful that I just go, okay, fine. I can't get there, but I will get there to be continued. I'm not going to let go. I'm going to say tomorrow or in two days when I feel better, whenever I've regained my alignment somehow, I'm going to revisit this limiting belief and I'm not going to let go. I'm going to prove it false. I don't know how, but I will get help. That's it. And I do, and I, and it works and reality changes accordingly. That's awesome. I actually have always tried to get through this as quickly as possible. Like I do everything. And yeah. so when you explained your big one that hopefully we can go into that in real detail and the real life-changing benefit that you got, the deliberate creation of what you wanted came out of that. That's what got me excited. Yeah, it's, it was absolutely shocking to me that, I mean, the next day or within three days, my reality actually changed. Um, I've, I've told some of you one of the, the really heavy ones I had to deal with last year, um, you know, practically, I mean, my husband came home from working in Atlanta for nine months. We were separated for that amount of time. We visited here and there. It was stressful, but sure, he makes good money. He works in the movie industry, right? So he came back and typically we have three months off when he comes back between shows. So that's where we reconnect. We go on a little trip, blah, blah, blah. So that was last January. He came home finally after all that time apart. And three days later, he gets a call from his boss saying that he has to be back in Atlanta in two weeks and for three movies in a row, meaning that he was gonna be gone for three years. Okay, because the movie industry moved to Atlanta for some reason here. And we're like, okay, this is it. This is a disaster. We can't continue this in our relationships. So I have to move. We have to sell the house, but we had to sell it in two weeks. Okay, everything just, I had a cat at the time. The garage was full of his tools. He had to be back. We have to, I mean, it was just a massive manifestation event. And being a good student, I thought, hey, this is the universe giving me a manifestation event. Going to Atlanta is for me, you know? So I have to make the best. I have to see, I have to accept with clarity how this is good for me. And I just couldn't. I mean, I couldn't. I just, I, I did three very solid processes, three different limiting beliefs I identified. Oh, well, if I were rich, we wouldn't have to go. Only rich people are powerful, are free. Um, so I processed those very fully. Of course, I had to conclude that that's not right. Um, there, were, uh, there was another limiting belief. Oh, another limiting belief I, I, I picked up for me was like, 
I work so hard. I understand so much. I do so much. I mean, all this and all my seeking, all my spiritual work and something goes right. And then boom, I get punished. And that's it. I mean, I was finally feeling great. I'd been doing the work, uh, the boot camp for about nine months or so at that time. Things were going right. And then this massive manifest. And I have no idea. So that was a big limiting belief. And it's a program of mine. I work hard at, at creating at saving my marriage, you know, the marriage was done for. I do the work, the marriage is wonderful, and oh, then comes this, you know. So this was a program of mine, and I had no idea how to prove it false. I kind of did, but it still didn't work. I didn't want to go. So I don't know, here I am thinking, universe, you give this to me, and I have to find a way to accept it. Ultimately, I couldn't, and eventually the fourth limiting belief was identified, and that was so you see how big this manifestation event was. It just didn't work. I didn't find any clarity, any alignment, nothing. Finally, the force limiting belief is identified and it is, we have to go where the money is. That was the mother of my limiting beliefs in terms of this manifestation event. I had to get there. I mean, the work to get there, right? And thank God I was absolutely denying, I can't go, I can't go, I can't. There's no alignment here. So I had to get to that limiting belief. And then everything opened up and I'm like, okay, the universe has my back. I didn't even have to do this one in writing. I had to do all three others in writing for hours, you know, this one. No, the universe has my back. I know this and I'm just going to trust it now. And that's it. And this intent was so categorical, so unequivocal. I was so set on having the universe prove to me that it has my back that I, I decided right there and then I'm not going. I wasn't going to tell my husband. The realtor was there. We already had viewers. We were going to sell the house in two days. That was it, right? The offer was in. We were already looking for a house in Atlanta. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. And I wasn't going to tell him. I was going to tell my husband, hey, honey, we're not going where the money is. <laughs> I'm not making any money, but we're still not going where the money is. Who cares about the bills, right? I, I wasn't going to tell him that. I knew this wasn't going to work. Um, oh, the question is, Winnie, the limiting belief was we have to go where the money is. That's, that's it. If the money is in Atlanta, if that's where we went, we have to go to Atlanta. My hands are tied. Our hands are tied. Okay, so here I was. I'm not going to tell my husband. And it's between me and the universe. I'm not going because I don't have to go where the money is because I know you have my back. And that was that. And I finally felt relief. I finally felt relief. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm good. I felt good all of a sudden. Two days later, Tracy gets a call. Something COVID is happening in January. This was last year. And the show has to be postponed. So we have three weeks. <gasps> okay, thank you. So I instantly changed my reality. I created a preferred reality because my new signal was true and honest and absolutely unequivocal. Yes, Tracy, my husband, I'm sorry. <laughs> Same old, <laughs> Tracy's my husband. It just so happens that Gary has a Tracy and I have a Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always funny. thought it was me for the longest time. I'm like, she's talking about me? No, sorry guys, Tracy is my husband, my partner. <laughs> so, and so then I'm like, yay, thank you universe. I couldn't believe it. And I go deeper with that trust that now I know I really can have and Long story short, the whole movie got canceled and Tracy and I spent nine months together last year. And we got money coming in through his disability and through unemployment. We lived a perfect year last year together. So that is how powerful alignment, newfound, like regained alignment can be, you know, in your, in your reality. It will be reflected in your reality. And it has. And I've had several examples now of me creating a preferred reality after uh, working through the manifestation process and gaining a form of alignment I, I didn't even think was possible. I mean, I'm elated. Starting out with a terrible, terrible manifestation event, I get from feeling awful to feeling elated. And I can't even believe it. Sometimes this happens in 20 minutes. And when I start out the process, the process, I'm like, no, I can't, I have no idea. 
And yet, I demand to go deeper. And with that going deeper, I connect with my inner self. I hear things that I've never thought before, that I've never looked at like that before. And I'm elated. And boom, that's the new signal. And that signal is honest and real. It's not wannabe. It's not, yeah, well, it's not based on my, you know, intellectual knowing. It's vibrational. It's a vibrational new signal that I'm sending out. And then my reality changes. So, so, um, <clears throat> so then what you're, what I get out of this is that, you know, just by doing the form, yeah, you will feel better. But if you're not feeling that alignment, then there's something more to go. If you're exactly. not feeling a spark of joy or coming to a, a brilliant aha, you got to mm -hmm. keep going. You got to keep going. And how to get there to this aha, this, oh, I'm blown away is you have to focus, you have to focus on how you feel as you're doing that. As you're starting to write, it's basically journaling. Okay, tell me, okay, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. You're writing, writing, writing. And then you get a new thought. And typically I will feel like oh, a little, oh, there's a sigh of relief. And I know that is the sign. That's the shift. Something happened physically within me that is no longer just intellectual. Or I'll feel like a stretch or I'll just lean back and go, oh, that's interesting. So there's, there's physical relief. And that is the clue that you're on the right path. Mm. So once you feel like, okay, good. Tell me more. Give me more. Give me more. Ah, oh. and now I'm yawning. Oh my God, I can't believe this. So you will feel physical clues that you are shifting into a new reality a new vibrational reality that you haven't had before so those are clues that you really and all this takes time all this takes time and it takes focus you can't do it before you go to bed oh let me just you know whip it out real quick and be done or do it the next morning before before you go to work mm -mm. you have to have give yourself an hour or two if it's a real like my manifestation events with my family the ones that i really don't know how to feel better about I'm going to give myself two hours. And if I don't have the energy, if I'm tired, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Because here's the other thing I want to share with you. If you do this, as we say in French, you know, like quickly, you have the energy to describe the event and you describe the emotions. You see if they're negative or not. You attract your thoughts. That's about as deep as you can go with the energy that you have left for the day. But what do you achieve there? Really, it's detrimental because what you're doing here is just you're reactivating the same shitty emotions you had tried to avoid since the manifestation event. So it's a double whammy of negativity. You're, you're reliving that negative emotion, but you're not getting the benefit of finding your alignment. And so that's how you fall asleep. And guess how you're going to wake up tomorrow morning? feeling doubly bad because that's the vibration you reactivated right before you went to bed so if you don't have time don't do it it's okay you don't have to be a good student and just because week two now is the time to do the manifestation events if you don't have the time don't do it it's detrimental so yeah it's, it's okay and i just had the inspiration what i'll do is put this form in a word file with just the questions and no lines so that you can type it in because that's exactly uh, it yeah, yeah. and in then fact, you can print them out if you like to or save them some somewhere yeah but uh, in fact i i would recommend to those i mean the the seasoned boot campers i mean you've done it been there etc i did my first two boot camps i did everything in writing but you know it's such precious information and it's so difficult to keep track of it oh where was that which page page was that on my third boot camp was all on the computer yeah. and that's it you know i've got boot camp two three four five all my manifestation events are there and as i'm writing as i'm attracting new thoughts i put them in bold and the real epiphanies i highlight them they're in red so that i can go back there you know for example um this past December, I had another manifestation event surrounding my husband and his work, you know, he uh, was working in, in uh, Long Beach here in LA, which we were very, very happy about. But I had to, I didn't feel good. He was working very, very hard. And he, I, I, okay, I manifestation event, I'm starting to be really worried about his health. So I have to process it. And I'm realizing, huh, little did I know that I still believe that we have to go where the money is. 
as long as it's in LA, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, so I have to do it all over again. And so I'm like, okay, Atlanta, I did this last, I, I needed to go back into that mood of trust. So I go back to my notes. I'm like, how did I feel? What did I do? Ah, ah okay, so I'm going back and then I can redo this manifestation event again. And again, guys, the next day his show got canceled. It's that powerful. It's that efficient. <laughs> as long as you do it right, you have to vibrate a new signal. So, and, and doing it all on the computer, it's just, here's my little library. I can fall back on that. Yes, it's almost scary. Exactly. In fact, the other day, my husband says, as he's going back to work after that other COVID, you know, on hold, he's like, Jess, don't do anything. I need to finish the show. <laughs> he was really literally telling me that. I'm like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you know? Power trip, you know. But And I want to say something else here. Um, because uh, during the workshop, there was a very good question, or I think it was Isabel who said it, but you can't create in his reality. You're really controlling his reality. And I'm like, no, I'm not. This is my reality. Exactly. This is what I want. I want my husband in my reality with me, and I want to have a good time with, with him. This is what I want. This is me, my universe. Right. So it's not about controlling somebody else's reality so that then I can benefit from it. No, this is me, and this is what I want. This is my clarity, and I know you can give it to me. Amen, and I'm getting it. Yeah, plus so. all the money that you need and all the time and yeah, all the i don't know how it's gonna work but i trust that it is going to work and that's it and that signal is honest honest and pure and that's when the universe can respond yeah. they're waiting to respond to our new pure signal that we're ready for new exploration and joy yeah it's unbelievable yeah and i like that you don't need to know how to it's going to work out that's the sticking point <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't even want to know. It's so scary. How How is that going to work out? I have no idea. It just scares the living daylights out of me to even think about that. So I'm going, no, whatever. Yeah. But I trust. Right. Bring it on, baby. You know. Um, so maybe you can make a file of that one that you shared with us at the workshop, and then we can distribute it to everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. The so one with the, Tracy, right? Or yeah, so then we can see all the highlights and... Yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. Red. In fact, um, th those four manifestation events that we shared during the... Uh, um, we could, I'm going to send those, or if you could send them out to everybody. Yeah, just you know? send them to so me, that, I'll send them to everyone. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly, I'll do that. So I didn't get to see all the comments and questions, um, so I don't know if, if yeah. we want to answer well, any questions. If you have a question, go ahead and ask it verbally. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to mute myself. Because, um, and I think that that we have uh, Joyce who wants to go through one of hers, right, Joyce? <laughs> I'm not sure I said I wanted to go through one of mine. <laughs> 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 volunteered me, is what happened. <laughs> you create your own reality, Joyce. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Didn't even know I was. Yeah, you picked the uh, time to call me yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or whatever day that was, right? <laughs> yeah, we while you get... were thinking about this. Yeah. So I had two that Gary and I were talking about. One was a relationship one and one was a job one. I'm going to go with the job one because it just feels a little less personal. Um, so I was an occupational therapist. I went back, got an MBA, was doing a lot of consulting, um, started my own business, doing artwork. And then my husband passed away uh, like eight years ago and things Finally, emotionally, I obviously wasn't in a good place. Uh, I had used all my money to pay for our living expenses to kind of keep him going. And so I kind of got stuck, if you will. And so decided to help out this friend of mine at $25 an hour um, grow her business. And I knew I could do it. She didn't know she could do it. And we grew it in a year, more than 50% over a million dollars. During this time, though, I haven't been happy. Gary kind of helped me to lean in, um, to think about it in more of a positive way. Um, you know, I was grateful to have the job. I was also realizing that I had time to do this kind of stuff that I wouldn't have at a regular job. So I was grateful for that opportunity too. But so you were also wanting her to respect you. Yes. I and she, obviously and she wasn't showing you that disrespect. Yeah. 
Me too. No, she wasn't acknowledging that I was helping her. She wasn't acknowledging that I helped her grow a business 50% in one year, especially then again during COVID. So I felt like, oh my God, this is like a waste. I'm not getting anything, not even money from this whole thing. So I've had a number of job interviews. Um, and, and each one I thought, oh my God, that went great. It couldn't have been better. And then find out that it either I was overqualified in most cases and in one case underqualified that they wanted a nurse and I was that wasn't me so now, it's let, let me interrupt you real quick first of all yeah. you leaned into that relationship with your friend yeah and you stopped needing her to respect you and you understood right. that she was trying to get your respect as well or to get you so right. she had a lot of issues around you telling her what to do because she, right. she wanted to seem like she knew what she was doing in your eyes because she respects she does respect you mm. but yes. she would say things that from your perspective sounded like disrespect <clears throat> right um and so that relationship got to be a lot better right um, it's gotten better and yeah. actually i actually just told her two nights ago that i am looking for other jobs and she said is there anything else you need from me you know, and she said something about when you're going to move. And I said, I, I can't move on $20 an hour. I mean, that's what I bring home by the time you take out taxes. I am looking at jobs that are in the 80 to $150,000 range. That's what I need to live on. And so I think it like dawned on her, like, oh, that's what she's worth. Yeah. Like <laughs> in our conversation. Um, so I've had a number of job interviews. And then as Gary can attest, the first one I thought was a perfect job. I thought it was perfect. I, I don't think the interview could have gone better. And then they told me that they were going to go with other candidates more appropriate. So it was that I was overqualified. Then there was then a, had, the one recruiter that you talked to and she couldn't make the appointment because she had to take her daughter to the hospital. And the doctor said that her condition didn't seem like anything. You talked to her about it and you said, no, you need to take that your daughter back and get a second. Appearance. Right. I worked in brain injury rehab for like 30 years and the daughter had one pupil that was dilated and one that was, you know, constricted. And I said, that's not normal. That's not yeah. just the doctor said it was from walk, what, looking at a computer. I said, that's not what that is. There's something mm -hmm. else going on. You need to get a CAT scan. And she right. said, thanks for telling you that. I felt like I was demanding too much from the doctor to ask for that. Right. See, and you can see now how you were led into her life. Right. It wasn't for the job. It was to, for this exchange that you had. But, I, to but I still got pissed off that I, I didn't get the job. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pissed off. Process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, thanks, but you're you're overqualified again. Right. So and also these recruiters are all in their 20s and 30s. And so this is the first time in my career I've ever felt old when I'm on a non-traditional career path and they can't see the value that I could potentially bring to the table. Right. So I'm really struggling with this. You know, one, it goes back to the respect. Two, it makes you feel like you don't have any worth or value. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and uh, do the actual manifestation event then. Okay, so, so. the events where I've had a number of job um, interviews and I keep being told I'm overqualified or underqualified. Okay. You know, what, what's my emotion? Well, let's you start know. with that. Jessica, what do you think about that? As far um, as the description, I would. I mean, I know we're doing. Have you written it out? Is that yeah? It? I did. I, mean, I, I wrote okay. it out a lot, a lot more than that. Okay, great. Because that's what I would want to do. You will want to write it out as soberly as possible, with as many details as possible, because you want to put yourself back into that mood. Okay, and and the thing is, you know the mood. You know it, it sucks. Okay, no, no, no. You really want to get deep into that situation because there's a reason. That's the manifestation event you're working on and yeah. i think it, i've avoided doing that jessica because i i think i've it's avoided painful. wanting to relive that pain right of course who does yeah. who wants that and yeah this pain is almost like hopelessness yeah that's like, exactly it that's exactly it yeah. i don't want to yeah, sink yeah. into that hole i feel like it's a slippery abyss see this is what we do it is we put you know lipstick on these things we're yeah. trying to be positive all the time because but we know for so much. this event, yeah. we want to get into that negative emotion or positive emotion as deeply as we can. Yes. Okay. I've avoided yeah. doing that. So that's mm -hmm. I, okay. That, that's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I describe the emotions, I mean, I feel frustrated because, you know, at this point in my life, you know, I'm doing the 
I'm thinking I'm doing the best I can and I should be in a different place in my career. Right. Um, so you feel, wrote down frustrated. Mm -hmm. frustrated. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote down not respected, not respected. Good. And helpless. Helpless. Good. That's a good one. And That's a about, very good one. And then what about hopeless? Well, helpless and hopeless. I felt like we're kind of together. Yeah. I mean, you're not hopeless and you're not helpless, but you felt it at mm -hmm. the moment. Right. I mean, I don't. And, and then another job came up this week on Tuesday that I felt inspired to respond to and I did and immediately um, the woman the recruiter called me and said you know the manager wants to speak to you this week and then I never got a phone call this week from him so right. Which, I'm like trying to get out of this yes but you're trying to get out of this trying to control this but what right. the universe is saying hold on you've got this huge limiting belief here let's mm -hmm. resolve the limiting belief before your reality can change right right okay, okay. So obviously the event triggered negative response. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What What is my initial thoughts? Um, I'll never get a job that I'm looking for and make the money that I'm worth. What do you think, Jessica? Yeah, more than that. You know, th that's not just the There's thought. only two lines. There yeah, that's it. No, more thoughts here, more thoughts, because these thoughts are eliminating beliefs, you know? That, I mean, that's really it. So. What, what were the initial thoughts, plural, you know, you yeah. attracted due to the emotions. So that's one of the thoughts, you know, the other one, and we'll come up with a few more here. Right. Okay. So multiple thoughts there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. why don't you see if you can come up with another thought? Like I don't, yeah, right I'm, now I'm, on the fly. Yeah. Not qualified or not of value anymore. Um, mm -hmm. That I don't have the skills that maybe, you know, I need different skills but I've worked so hard to get this group of skills that no one seems to want anymore. Mm -hmm. See, the limiting, the limiting belief that, that I pick up right here is I'm no longer in my prime. This yeah, is right. too, I was it's gonna say too old. Yeah, yeah. over, exactly. I'm I too have old. Never, I have never, ever, ever had this feeling, ever. Mm -hmm. And I've always been the youngest in everywhere, my work, whatever relationships. And now this is the first time I've, I'm feeling this. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Okay, great. Hey, no, no, no problem. It's just a limiting belief. This is why we age too, because if we didn't age, we wouldn't have these new limiting beliefs too. Uh -huh. to exactly. Exactly. Okay. So let's so, continue, Joyce. You know, did you have the urge to control? You know, I've, I've gotten better as the interviews have gone on. I've sort of had five interviews now. The first one, I was like ready to call the guy back because I was so upset, and I didn't. The you know the second one, I did call the initial recruiter back and said, and I didn't feel like it was a bad thing. I felt inspired to do it. And I just asked her, I just want to check in with you. How are my references? Like, I don't want to use these people as references if, it, if it's not going to behoove me. And she, she gave me great feedback. She said, they were like the best we've ever gotten. Um, what about other, other jobs within the company you might be interested in? So that was something inspired versus an urge Yeah. that I, I felt like the it. difference of. Mm -hmm. Good. So that felt good. Um, you know, did I take any action? Yes. When I was inspired, I took action to call the recruiter. When I felt an urge, I didn't do anything. Okay. 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 Um, you know, the inspiration led to she and I having a better conversation. She hooked me up with another recruiter. Um, and even though that didn't work out, you know, then this other job came on the job board on, on Tuesday and I responded to that with a a better uh, mm -hmm. cover letter, and that's yeah. what. The, but but but, Joyce, I would I would just focus on your the event that that your manifestation event, you know, yeah. rather than what happened then and what happened then, and then this was good and that made me feel better. We're we're just focusing on the event and the limiting belief that is being shown to you okay. because of this event. So. So let, well, let me just remind me the event again, because I've, I forget now with everything you're saying. Well, so I, the, I've just had a number of job interviews where I'm told that I'm overqualified most of the time and ah, underqualified so once. Okay. So okay. When, when I said, what is my belief? I actually wrote down, I'm too old. Okay. Good. Perfect. And then, you know, I've been out of the traditional job, like workforce, you know, I'm not taking a traditional job path and that's not a value anymore. Uh, you're still at the belief? belief? You're still defining the belief here? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, just go with I'm too old. You yeah, know? Just, I, at this point, we don't need to go way. any further. Because here's another thing I wanted to point out. Oftentimes, 
people write a lot here in the belief and mm -hmm. they actually list several limiting beliefs and it's very difficult to prove them false because it, it stays wishy-washy with every, yeah, you just want one limiting belief and tackle that one. Okay. And then take the next one. That helps because I think that changes the way to do these forms. Yeah, yeah it, it makes it easier. <laughs> just right. one little, you wanna reach the opposite of that sentence. That's okay. it. So I'm not too old. I'm in my prime. I am as powerful and strong as I've ever been. When, when else but now? That's really the opposite of I'm too old. So that's right. where you wanna get. So that's it. Okay, that's, let's go that's on. That's great. You know, because then when I started writing down, prove my limiting beliefs, I started going back to when I was in, early in my career and I was very successful. And I felt like I was successful when I was at other points in my career. I can do it again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've so got I'm not, jobs. Okay, I'm not really buying that one. So okay. that's a very, that's a very intellectual, good reason, good reason, sure, absolutely. But I'm not buying it in terms of my feeling, you know, okay. it's, let's see if All you right. can go deeper. All right. So I wrote down another one, which I know is the seat you're going to say is the exact same thing, which is that other okay. people are telling me that I have like a lot of skills. What other people are telling me isn't really how I'm trying to do. Uh, it. Yeah, no, so, I mean, I wish I could believe what other people are seeing in me. You know, I wish, but my limiting belief says otherwise it's right. more powerful. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am smart. I am creative. You know, well, I what am about old? Yeah, I am old. old. That's what you want to prove false. I am old. Well, it's all relative, isn't it? You know, like. Yes. It's relative to what? You know, I'm old relative to what? That's good you know? reasoning here. Very good. Very good. Very good. See, this is how you would start. You know, this is a, an inspired thought. This is a thought that comes from your inner self right here. You've established connection. And this leads you to more. I mean, I'm getting the chills just thinking about where this particular thought will lead you as you start writing. Mm -hmm. It's all relative, isn't it? That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be difficult to do this on the fly here, of course. But as you're writing that, that's mm -hmm. where you get, oh, that's new. That's interesting. Good. Let me get some more here. And even if you fall back into victimhood, yeah, but, you know, then no, 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 no. Let me go back to that. This was good. And you just write that down. You write and write and write. Until you feel better. Yeah, that's it. And if you can't, because the time has run out, you've been doing this for one hour, you say, okay, good. Hey, I feel a little relief here. I mean, not bad, but um, I'm going to revisit this one. This is a big one. I have to, in order for me to, to be who I truly am, this belief here has to be proven false. That's just it. Well, and I have to say something. I know this is going to sound very um, superficial, but I think you know, in the past when I've gone for job interviews, I've always been able to be in person with someone. I've always been able to like exude my personality and, you know, come across in a positive way. And during this whole COVID thing, when you're either doing it on the phone or doing an interview on a phone with a 20 year old, mm -hmm. you don't have that opportunity to present so yourself. That is a belief of an old person. Yes. Yeah. That I rather do it in person than on Zoom. Right. Right. So well, not even on Zoom, but just over the phone where people can't see you and yeah. they can't see the but, way you But do you present. see that that, that thing you're resisting, the way it is done, right, mm -hmm. is based on the belief that it was better in the old days. You yes, know? you're arguing your limitations. <laughs> right. You're, you're arguing here yeah. for your limitations. That's yeah. exactly what you're doing. And that's, and I do that too in writing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have, I, and I write it out. I'm like, okay, so yeah, but this is how I grew up and this is what I believe. How can I prove this false? Okay, give me some information here. Yeah. And it will lead you to it. It will lead you to it if you demand it. You know, you've got to demand well, it. And I, and I think, Gary, that whole thing about being in person is like, well, if they could just see me in person, you know, they would they would understand my value. They would understand what I right. have You're to trying offer. to solve the problem. The problem right. isn't that they can see you or not. The problem is that you believe you're too old. Right. Yeah. That's the limiting belief. Now, you're going to get a lot of thoughts that when you, because you're in the emotion of being too old, you're going to get a bunch of those thoughts as well. Mm -hmm. Right. But those thoughts, you have to put them to the side and say, I'm not going to think that now I'm going to look for focus on this proof that I am not too old. Right. right. Now, you just took it here from my listening of this. My mm -hmm. statement would be, I'm not too old to take my friend's company up 
to over a million dollars. Um, right. <laughs> you know, you can use examples of other women, other people that are not too old to do the things that they're doing. Right. Eight, you know, and then just reframe it. But what? But you got to get it from your own inner self because when mm -hmm. I say it, that's yeah, for me, right? Yeah. Right. It's just an example. You're okay. going to have to keep going until you can prove it. And I just want to point out here that when you get over this core limiting belief that you have, it won't just affect the job, it'll affect every single aspect of your life, including relationships. Right. Yeah. Joyce, I just have to say that you are not the only one with that belief that if <laughs> I can go in person, like it's, mm -hmm. it's you know, this whole rev evolution of, you know, going to job interviews and like filling out an application and handing them a piece of paper. It's like, when was the day, you know, what, can we go back to let me see you in person because that's what people need and love mm -hmm. and, and, and really enjoy. It's like, they can feel it. Like we're all sensitive people because we're here now and to see somebody in person, it, it, there's not on paper, you can't really get a person on paper. So that, but, but that's limiting beliefs for us, right? Right no, now. No, but so. can I can I just say something else? Because another manifestation event just came up. Somebody just posted, why do you think old is bad? And, and in I, I was letters. looking at that. I was thinking, well, I, 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 I was like, just looking at that. I, I feel upset about that. Like, okay, so I'm, I'm trying to be vulnerable here. This is my limiting belief. It, that feels like a criticism. Because you still have that limiting belief. Yes. Right. That that's wouldn't all. feel that's like all a criticism. It wouldn't bother me if I didn't have that limiting belief. Right. Absolutely. That's, right. Yeah. that's okay. the only way it, it's, it yes. seems like a criticism. Right. Yeah. Okay, exactly. But that's why and I wanted to bring it up because, like, good job. It yeah. It, all, it job. obviously, you know, instilled a feeling in me. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And so yeah. I'm sorry for saying that, but I just felt like. No, that's great. It points out that this is what happens. We interpret our reality based on these limiting beliefs. This comment was said in support, like like how to help you come overcome it from a loving group of people. And, but we, whenever we have that limiting belief, we interpret it as mm -hmm. something negative. And okay. this is what is the, is the issue with limiting beliefs. This is why we wanna get over all the limiting beliefs that we have. Because, no, thank you. And thank you for letting me like share that because that yeah. that resonates more now. Like yeah. it wouldn't I wouldn't bother me if it wasn't an issue. Right. If, exactly. if you didn't have a limiting belief. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have noticed it. I well, wouldn't just have like your I mean, and we, we really congratulate you and thank you for for being vulnerable and sharing all this. And it's really going to be so much help to me and everyone well, else as well. So you Gary. are being a leader here. Gary, yeah. and I'm not crying. And you're not crying. <laughs> this is supposed to be waterworks today. But Good just, job. But just as your friend, who's your employer, was making these comments, mm -hmm. you, because of the, the belief that you need to be respected, right. took them as if they were criticisms. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that our conversations have really helped me see that. Why do I give a shit? Yeah. If I didn't, if it wasn't an issue, I wouldn't give a shit. Right. Well, you know, if you like, didn't have that, if you didn't have a limiting belief, you wouldn't give a shit. That's it. Right. It's yeah. not right. an issue. It's a limiting belief. That's all it is. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. No. And, and that this has helped clarify everything so much. So I just want to thank you again, Jessica, because I sure. really struggled with these manifestation forms. I just didn't feel like they were of any value or a lot of value. I mean, they were of some value, but this takes it to another whole level of really getting to the core instead of doing it over and over and over and over again. I'm one of those people like, let's just get through it. Let's yeah. just get right to the core and get it done. Yeah, yeah all of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, thank you. I appreciate this. It's really oh, helped. My pleasure. Yeah. And it's fun because, yeah, your first couple of boot camps, you can just write, 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 do it. And then you can get to a place where we are now where we're going to say, well, let's create deliberately. How do we create deliberately? Right. We process our limiting beliefs absolutely, and then we get to a new vibration, and that will and demand to get into alignment and to resolve these issues and not to just give it lip service. Yeah, because we have that right. That's why we're here. We have the right 
to demand that information. It's ours. You know, we're just, I mean, they're waiting to give it to us. Yes. We, we have to demand it. That's what I, for me, that was the breakthrough. No, this is not enough. By the way, Genevieve said a wonderful thing about the age thing. Um, oh, yeah. How can we feel old when we're eternal? <laughs> yeah, we all know that, Genevieve. You see, this is, for me, this is the, the knowledge trap. You know, mm-hmm. so I would I would be writing down. This is probably one of the first things I would write down, you know, to try to prove it false. But I would say, yeah, I mean, I know that, but I sure as hell don't believe it. All so right. now what? Yeah. You know, how, how do I actually believe it so that my rea- reality changes accordingly? How do I believe mm-hmm. it? How? Tell me how. What what am I missing? What is it that I don't know about this? Because and I'm writing down, hey, I grew up. We're defining old as bad because that's what the society we grew up society. in. Society, yeah. It's it. Yes. So this is what I know. And I don't know how to prove it false. I don't know how to see old as good. I mean, sure, wisdom and all. But no, I'd rather not be old. I'd rather be young and wise. Okay. So this is all me. And I'm <laughs> I'm arguing my limitation and I'm putting it down. So prove it. Come on. Come on. Give me something that's going to help me no longer believe this oh 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 oh! so that's what i said in the beginning we know so much we know what we know we know we're eternal beings we know all that but our living beliefs don't mm. hey they don't care and and when you demand that extra layer of information as you connect to your inner self and start hearing it essentially what we're doing here is we're having a conversation i'm having a conversation with my inner self you know I'm like, hey this is it and i need information i need help here Okay. Oh, am I hearing that? Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Then you're changing your vibration only then. And then the reality will be reflected accordingly. So the, the knowledge that we have is the first trap and our ego is going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice try. Ha ha ha. You know, that belief stays put. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You know it all, baby. Yeah. 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 Feeling better? No, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, so th- that that's how we were doing manifestation event processes. No, we got to go deeper to that layer. We have to write something down. We never thought before. We never knew. This is a good comment from Aaron here. But after going through these manifestation events forms, it does not mean Joyce will get a job because we do not know where the universe will take us, let go of the outcome as well, which is good because... Because what if the, the inspiration to, to apply for these jobs was mm-hmm. only to get to this limiting belief? Yes. Right? That, that was my Atlanta. Exactly. And once yeah. you got to the limiting belief, something totally different can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it cannot I, I happen have... unless you process these limiting beliefs. It right. just can't. It You're can't just regurgitating happen. the same reality over and over again. And I have been letting go of the the need to control the outcome of getting another job. It's just been like, okay, these, just these interviews are fun. Meeting these people has been fun. This Uh has been a fun experience. Like I'm gaining experience just by talking to these people and doing this process. Yeah. Great. Does anyone have any questions before we end? Any comments? It's been so helpful. Thank you. Awesome. Oh, I, have, I have a comment. Yeah, sorry, I, I have a comment, guys. Um, so for me, I just wanted to thank you, Jessica, because I lucked out and had you as my coach. And for I'm at a winery right now, about to have lunch with my friend, and and I thought I was an alcoholic for like 15 years, and I'm not. So, <laughs> and it's Good because job, I processed the limiting belief properly and deeply. And I was, it was ingrained in my brain that I was an alcoholic. I, I was brainwashing myself on purpose for whatever purpose now, but now I can have a half a glass of wine and not have any problems. And that's like a miracle for me. So Fantastic. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> Good job, Krista. Bravo. Changing your reality deliberately. Bravo. It's insane. Like I literally thought I was never going to be allowed to go to a winery ever again because it's not safe. So <laughs> now I'm like, Woo, let's go. It was just a limiting belief. That's just all Just a was. limiting belief. So if I can do that, anybody can process anything. So <laughs> bravo. Awesome. So thanks thank guys. You. I'm just leaving now for my rezo. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye you guys. Bye. Can I just say something? Yep. I we all thought. Well, a couple of us thought that this would be a waterworks um, event. <laughs> I took it all on for you. I have been crying <laughs> since the moment this call started, and I want to oh. cry again. Oh my god! <laughs> thank you, Tracy. Jessica. Oh my god, Aww. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh, thank I have you. A comment. Yeah. Yes. Very. 
Uh-huh. Can we can we do more of this in the coaching calls? Uh, well, we'll, have, we'll if you guys want to do a special call about mm. any part of the boot camp, we can definitely do that. Yes, and I also it's had nice an idea the other day. It's nice to actually go through someone's yeah. and yeah. see what's, you know, it, yeah. it helps a lot. Absolutely. I was thinking, I had Thank the inspiration, you. in fact. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah, in fact, Cara was suggesting that that we I, I could just do weekly calls. You know, hey, let's yeah. talk about our manifestation events. Let's share them. Let's see how deep we're going. Let's see how we're manifesting a new reality. So I can do that. That's you know, fantastic. No, I would love to do that. So yeah. and we can just I join in. Had, yeah. I also had the inspiration to have you at every Joshua Live event, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every okay, retreat. Well. It was really fantastic, Jessica. Thank yeah. you. Oh, thank you. Very helpful. And thank you, Stephen. Good energy. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I love it, Stephen. Thank you. My absolute Great, thank pleasure. You. Thank you so much for being here, all of you. This is co-creation yeah. at its best. Absolutely. Absolutely more of these uh, special events. This was incredible. Okay, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. All right, we're, we're headed to a winery too. So we are. It's so here. funny. I was like, Chris is at a winery? Audrey, you wanted to say something. No, say, uh, Jessica speaks French, so. Yeah, you'll, ha you'll have two, Jessica, question. one in French and one in English. Oh, Ooh, the ah. French one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you, Audrey. Absolutely. And, and German. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All, right, all right, you guys, I love you all. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank Thanks so for much, being Jessica. here. Thank you, everyone. Okay, that was great. Thanks so much, Jessica, for that, and Joyce for sharing her manifestation event. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, the next boot camp is starting in about a week. Please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll tell you all about that. Also, if you'd like a copy of this manifestation event form, uh, send me another email and I'll send it out to you right away, plus all the instructions of how to do it. Uh, there's actually a little course that we have and I can send that to you as well. It's a seven day course and it's free and it revolves around this manifestation event form. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe to this. And if you'd like more information on Joshua, please visit the teachings of Joshua.com. We also have a Facebook group, which is friends of Joshua on Facebook. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.